Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Oh my God. Good morning. Good morning. How we doing this morning? Wakey, wakey. I want to say eggs and bacon, but I don't eat it. I don't eat bacon and I don't eat eggs. Good morning, y'all. Come on. Got a little bit different look on... um, Facebook right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Father, thank you. We just walk in the authenticity of who you called us to be. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Hey. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So funny this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This morning I was in my, um, on Facebook, your look is going to look a different, but it's all right this morning. I was in my, um, you want to call it? Oh, in, in this office podcast room. And uh <laughs> forgot my coffee was behind my laptop. Pushed my laptop back. And what y'all think? Where y'all think my coffee went? <laughs> where y'all think my coffee went? Everywhere. And this was like five minutes before the devotional was supposed to start. So I was like, oh, okay, it's a great day. It's going to be still a great day. Um, Still a great day, an amazing day. So choose joy. Y'all know that's my whole hashtag, choose joy, choose joy, choose joy. Can we put that in the comments this morning? Choose joy. Come on. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. No person, no circumstance, no situation has control over your day. Absolutely not. Put that in the comments today. Choose joy. Choose joy. Come on, y'all. Choose joy. We have given the devil too much power. Come on. Too much access. We've allowed him too much control. We have had other people have way too much control in our lives. We've allowed people to say and control our emotions and pull us up and down and decide and determine what we're going to do and how we're going to act. And today we're going to make a decision to choose joy. (laughs) We're going to choose joy. Joy is a choice. Joy is a decision. Joy is found in salvation, not in persons, not in places, not in things. Joy is found in the salvation. When you really understand what Jesus did for you, when you really understand where Jesus, um, how Jesus is towards you, when you really understand how much God loves you, um, 
then you can position yourself in joy. Woo! My God. Like it, and it ain't even got to be a good day. It, it don't even have to be a good day. It does not. I'm not talking about like fake, like faking it out. What? That's not what I'm saying. It might not be a good day. When I just spilled my coffee in my white and pink room, I wasn't like, oh, yes. I ain't saying that. But what I decided to do was, Julia, to choose joy. What I decided to do was, you know what? This is easy. I'm going to wipe this up when I get off of here and the boys are getting ready for school. I'm just going to pull my rug, pull my lights, pull my cameras, pull my stuff out and wash everything. And it just is what it is, right? It just is what it is. This isn't a fake joy. When we choose joy, it's not a fake thing. Like it's not, it's not a fake thing. It's not a superficial thing. It's not just something I'm saying. It means I find my joy in the resurrection of the cross. I find my joy in this is not an eternal place. I find my joy in something other than myself, Teresa. I find my joy, Lexi, in something other than myself, other than my present situation. And so might not be a good day. Might not be. I don't I used to um live in a false sense or a fake thing because I wanted um people to feel like everything in my life was great because we serve Jesus and everything goes great. And then the Lord started dealing. No, you can cry over spilled coffee, Teresa. <laughs> yeah, you can cry. You just going to choose not. You're going to choose joy even if you cry. Like, you're going to choose joy. You could cry. See, that's, the, that's the, the beauty of where God has been bringing me. You can be frustrated and still in faith. You can cry and still in faith. You can be overwhelmed and still in faith. You can be upset and still in faith. We got to get this. This is not a superficial joy. This is something that's inside of me. That means I choose to make sure that I focus on something else. Because what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to deaden your emotions. I don't want you to deaden them. Emotions are indicators that something else is going on inside of me, right? That's what an emotion does. It indicates, okay, something else is happening inside of me, right? So you can still cry. I want to be real this morning. You can still be upset. You can still be frustrated and still make a determination and say, I choose to When I spilled this coffee on my white rug and on my white stuff and on my table and it was on my leg, um, I didn't cry, but I, I was like, I don't necessarily like this, right? So my emotions indicate, right? My emotions indicate, right, that something else is going on. But the joy that I possess in Jesus turns me to look another way. Woo! It turns me to look another way. And sometimes our faith, faith is weak. Sometimes our faith is weak. Sometimes our faith is weak. I don't know anybody that has always had a part of this journey that their faith has just been on point and always strong. And when you find people like that, I'm just saying that that's not the reality and truth. Come on, come on, come on, Renee Rose. Joy goes this deep. It's a resolve in who Jesus is and salvation. It's a resolve that trouble don't last always. <laughs> it's a resolve. It's a resolve that trouble don't last always. My God. It's a resolve, like it's just a resolve that trouble don't last always, right? And so my faith journey ain't going to be no perfect walk. It's not going to look, I'm going to be fearful sometime. I'm going to be afraid because I'm flesh. 
I'm not going to always have all the right words to say. Sometimes my mouth going to be slick. Woo! Sometimes my mouth going to be slick. Sometimes the choices and the decisions I make ain't going to be right. But guess what I'm going to do in the midst of that? I'm going to receive the grace. Woo! My God. I'm going to recenter and focus myself on Jesus. And then guess what he's going to do? He, with the power of the Holy Spirit, is going to turn me back into what I need to do. And so it's not a superficial thing, right? We've tried to separate our relationship from Christ with our emotions. We've tried to deaden our emotions and think that if we don't express ourselves, that the Lord is not pleased. No, go through the word. David, Elijah, <laughs> Elijah was afraid, right? Jesus, the Lord knew he was afraid and said, gone down to the brook because he had prophesied, right? He had prophesied, go to Kings. He had prophesied, right? And after he had prophesied, Jezebel or whoever was about to get him, <laughs> right? Like just about to get him. Jezebel was about, yeah, yeah, Lois, yes, yes, yes. Um, um, just and so he went down. He, the Lord told him go hide because he knew he was afraid. He knew they was after him. He said go hide. Woo! My God. And so we got to stop separating the emotions that God gave us because he created us, right? And use our emotions as indicators that something is going wrong. And then as we get more built up in the word, we reposition ourselves in faith. Because it doesn't mean you're not going to respond a certain way at first. But what happens, Artie, Miss Artie, is when the Holy Spirit is at work in me. Come on, Holy Spirit, teach this thing. Um, when the Holy Spirit is at work in me, then what happens is the Holy Spirit will pull me back into place and remember the things that Jesus said. Woo! My God. And then that's why we spend time meditating on the word, right? We spend time meditating on the word. When we spend time meditating on the word, then those scriptures give us comfort. Come on now. Those scriptures give us comfort, right? Knowing that it's going to be absolutely okay. So I'm going to help somebody this morning who's been emotionally all over the place, right? And you have, I hear you, Holy Spirit, and you have seen others in faith. And it seems like their faith journey or they walk is just like, oh my gosh, they don't have problems. They don't have issues. People tell me that sometimes. It's so funny. People are like, it just seems like it's just so perfect for you. I said, who told you that? You ain't been listening. Because if you have been listening to me, I'm very transparent in my journey. I'm very transparent in my journey, very transparent in my story. I tell my story all the time. When I'm posting pictures, I'm not posting pictures. I'm telling a story, right? I'm giving you my testimony of where I am, right? And so when we are emotionally all over the place, right, and those moments happen, I want you to be a little bit more kind to yourself. I want you to be a little bit more considerate of yourself. Because the reality and truth comes, like without a doubt, like the reality and truth comes um, that you're going to be okay, but you may not feel like you're okay at first. You may not feel like, okay, you okay at first. So as we spend time in the word, the word will bring us back to the spiritual truth of where we are. And so stop watching other people indicating whether or not you that saved or you that on point or that you and receive the grace that you need for yourself, Right. Or like you got to be in a certain position or a certain um, certain place. You got to receive that grace for yourself. And this takes practice. Practice. This takes practice. I'm going to say this again. This takes 
practice, especially if you are a person who grew up in a negative environment, especially if you're a person that are hard on yourself. This takes practice. You got to bring new memory into position and place, right? So when I say choose joy, right, what I'm doing, right? I, I hashtag it. I put it in my story all the time. When I say choose joy, what, what I'm telling you is, nope, Shamana, it does not happen all lot overnight. And because we strive, can I just be real for a second to be super Christians? Sorry. Because we strive to be super Christians. We want to be like superheroes in Christianity. We want to demonstrate a faith that was perfect and flawless. Woo! Oh, my God. Holy Spirit, free us. We want to demonstrate a faith that's perfect and flawless. This is my faith, and it's perfect and flawless. No, your faith is not perfect and flawless. You're not going to get this all the way right, or you wouldn't have a need for Jesus. Oh, my God. You wouldn't have a need for Jesus to give you holiness. You striving. You working on holiness. You showing up every day. You presenting yourself as a living sacrifice. You pushing yourself into the presence of God. My God. But there's no super, we ain't no super Christians. There's not one. He said, there's not person, no, not one person among us. We all sinners. <laughs> My God. So when we focus to try to be the super Christian, then we miss out on the grace. Woo! You need grace. This morning, that's what I was declaring. Grace, 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 grace. That's all I kept hearing in my spirit was grace, 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 grace. Grace, grace, grace. That's all I was saying out of my mouth this morning. Grace, 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 grace. Grace, 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 grace. Can I tell you something? So on Facebook, we got a different look. Do you know why we're coming from a different look? Because when I shut down yesterday, um, I had to run. And typically my battery for my camera, I have a routine. Pop it out, put it in the charger, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Well, this morning... I didn't put my battery. I walk in and I realize my battery is still in the camera. And I don't know if y'all know, to do all that we do with the LMJ Ministries, it's a lot. It's a lot of tech involved. It's a lot of stuff going on. And so I had already been saying grace, grace, grace. So when I get in the room, I pop out, I look in, and I know the battery is in the camera. And I'm like, oh, and I don't have a backup battery. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to run and use the camera today. So I have to pull it out and I have to go live. And my tech team is going to get me because they don't like for me to go live from just the laptop directly. So when I sit in here, but I received the grace for my mistake because it was my mistake. It was because I was busy. It was because I was rushed. It was because I've been the last few days trying to get two boys out of the house on crutches to school on time, cook breakfast, lunch, dinner, and whatever else they have in between. Right. And so I had a, a place to meet tomorrow to be some be somewhere by nine o'clock. So I looked up and the battery was in the camera when I walked up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, grace, 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 grace. Right? Grace, grace, grace. You're not gonna be hard on yourself. You're not getting ready to mistreat yourself. You this is something that happened. It is what it is. Your job is to get your butt up and preach the word of God. So I popped the battery up, put it in the charger, made sure my camera was clean, and say you're gonna roll with it. And then I get in and I push my laptop back and my coffee goes everywhere in the office, right? And anybody who knows me knows I like my stuff to be clean. 
and of a little OCD in that area. So I had to, I had to submit. I'm just going to help somebody this morning. I had to submit my flesh to the grace and receive the grace. So I was like, I'm not getting ready to be overwhelmed. The coffee is down in front of me. I'm going to wipe off all my stuff that I can. I'm going to get my butt back up here and get in a position. Woo! Come on, y'all. Because the assignment of emotions being all over the place, the assignment of emotions being all over the place is to push you out of position. Woo! Come on, y'all. The assignment when our emotions are all over the place is to push you out of position. Yeah, Sharmana, because I just said I'm not going to let this push me out of it. I'm not going to let my little OCD moments. I'm not going to let my emotional whatever I got going on push me all over the place. I'm just not going to do it. Because the assignment of emotions to push you all over the place is to get you out of position and to get you from focus on that which is really important. My God. Can you imagine if I let that get the best of me, what would have happened next? We wouldn't have been here live to receive the word of God. I wouldn't have been able to share this testimony with you about how to choose joy. My God, I'd have been out of position. And whoever needed it, needed me to be in position, would have not got what they need this morning. Because whether you know it or not, we are interrelated, interconnected, and interdependent. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, he's coming in to push you out of position. My God, that's why God has been dealing with us and cutting back so that we could get to the real us, so that we could have some grit and some stance, Yara. So that when fear comes in, anxiety comes in, worry comes in, it will not push us out of our kingdom position. You are important to the kingdom of God. You are important to the kingdom of God. I want to say it one more time. I feel like I need to scream it. You are important to the kingdom. There's a kingdom position, but it's not by might, <laughs> nor is it by your power, Kedra. It's by his spirit. <laughs> it's by his spirit. Well, if my emotions are all over the place, guess what's getting ready to take over? Guess what's getting ready to take over? What's getting ready to take over? My flesh. Because the flesh loves for the emotions to be all over the place so that I can make an irrational decision. My God, that is not in faith, in trust, and believing God. So I didn't know what was getting ready to happen, but the spirit knew what was going to happen. And it had already led me in the place to focus on grace. <sighs> it had already said to me, grace, 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 grace. That's all I was downstairs getting dressed. Grace, 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 grace. Spirit knew what was coming for me. <clears throat> the spirit knew what was coming for me. The Lord knew what was coming for me. Oh, my God. The Lord knew both the boys was going to hurt themselves and be hurt at the same time. Come on now. My God, God knows absolutely everything. But when our emotions are all over the place and we're not tempered by the word of God, oh my God, this is why I'm big on moving slow, move slow, move steady, don't rush, double check, remove, do whatever you got to do. Because when my emotions, when my emotions are all, when my emotions are all over the place, I miss tapping into the grace of God. Because the grace of God is peaceful. Woo! My God. The, the grace, the grace of God is the grace of God don't look like um the 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 comfort of this world. 
the grace of God will slide in you, uh, in on you. Woo, come on now. The, the grace of God will slide in on you. So the grace of God don't look like this world. That's not what the grace of God look like. The grace of God don't look like this world, right? So grace, grace, grace was already being in my spirit. Grace, 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 grace. That's why I was that's why I was tell y'all I'm big at rising early. Like get up and get early. Get up and get early. Get up and get early. So then that the spirit can begin to talk to you, right? The grace of God is peaceful. The grace of God is coming in. Grace, grace, grace. Grace, grace, grace. That's what he's doing. Grace, grace. Giving me grace. Preparing me. <laughs> preparing me for what was coming. Preparing, pre come pre preparing me for what was coming. It does not mean that God will prevent everything from happening to you. Some, some stuff, some things are lessons. Some things are just weird mistakes. But can I tell you something? God can get the glory out of every situation. So this morning, Father God, we receive the grace and we thank you for tempering us in all things. In Jesus name, amen. In Jesus name, amen. Yes, Mama Jeanette, she said in everything that happened today, God brought it to be used for this devotional and teach on most grace. So I was able to receive the grace because can I tell you something? I'm not a um, perfectionist, but I have some ways that are a little OCD and I like things in certain patterns in certain ways. But can I tell you something I've learned? The Lord will disrupt your pattern so you can find more trust in him. I'm about to go. He will. He'll disrupt your pattern so you can find more trust in him so that you can put yourself in a whole different position and a whole different place to trust him more, to lean not into your own understanding, to disrupt your little system that you built because your system may not include him. I'm about to go. The systems we build sometimes don't include God. The patterns and the little things that we do out of habit, sometimes those things don't include God. My God, they just don't include God. We think they include God, but they don't. They're things that we've developed and created to protect us and to keep us in the flow. And sometimes they squeeze us out of the river and the flow of God. My God, my God. And here God is saying, receive the grace. So let me give you this scripture today. Father God, open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. <laughs> give us more revelation knowledge of your grace so that we are more kind to ourselves in Jesus name. Amen. You got to be more kind to yourself. Can you put that in the comment today? I got to be more kind to ourselves. And can I tell you something? If you grew up in a harsh environment, I'm going to let the Holy Spirit use me today. If you grew up in a harsh environment, woo, you are probably not kind to yourself. No, they don't impress God, April, at all. If you are not, they don't impress God at all. My God, if you grew up in an environment that was harsh, people spoke harsh, people were not very comforting, people were not very loving, very kind, you were not hugged a lot, you were not loved a lot. Like, it's just so many different factors. If you grew up in a, you're probably more hard on yourself than anybody else. <laughs> if you grew up, if, if you made mistakes along the way, and condemnation, even though the word of God is clear to say there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Grace, 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 grace. Even though there's, Auntie Cheryl, even though there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus, but you grew up in an environment that taught you to condemn yourself. Woo! Because everything that you heard out of everybody's mouth was a condemning word, right? Anytime you got in trouble, anytime you made a mistake, they focused on the sin and focused on the mistake more than they fo focused on restoration. Conviction, conviction of the Holy Spirit 
always focuses on restoration, Shaquita. Condemnation wants to leave you in a place to make you think that there is not enough God, Sirfield, for your situation. It's going to leave you in a place, Miss Beverly, to think you that there is not enough God for your situation. And so when you have been brought up in an environment that was harsh or harmful to your mental, it teaches you, one, to have emotions, like you're going to emote a certain way. You might be a yeller. You might be a screamer. You might retreat. Um, all these things. You've learned these things culturally. A hundred percent, I'm telling you, you have. A hundred percent, you've learned these things culturally. You've learned a lot of the way you respond culturally. You've learned a lot of the way you respond based on environment, even if it's religion. You've learned a lot of that that way, right? So you have to learn how to be more kind to yourself because you don't really properly know the love of father. We, we get a better grasp of father's love when we have parents who pro properly love us. I'm just going to be honest. That's, that's why I fight to love my kids the way I do. I did not do this with my older children. I tell people this all the time. I was a harsh taskmaster with my older children because I was trying to produce perfect products in religion. Woo, come on now. My God, I was trying to produce perfect products in religion. I loved them, but I didn't have the compassion and grace that I needed for their mother. So that I was, I was not as kind and gentle in their mistakes. I was harsh and I was punitive. Oh my God. And then God would give me a second chance by giving me a second set of kids. That's what I always say. By giving me a second set of kids because I got older kids again, that I would learn how to love them in the grace. I would learn how to lead them in grace. I would understand the, but I had to go back and understand the compassion and love for me because in reality, I live just sometimes we live in environments and people don't know no better. They don't. Right. And so then we we learn to be overly critical of ourselves. We learn to be over condemning of ourselves and we never, ever learn how to receive the grace, the sufficiency of his grace, the sufficiency of his love, because this thing in between us. Oh, my God. This thing in between us, this thing in between us. Right. This thing in between us was created as a wall so that I would not trust God. So the thing that God has been doing, rebuilding us, come on, Angela, rebuilding us, Sarfield, rebuilding us, Kelly, rebuilding us, Sharice, rebuilding us, Hood, rebuilding us, Angela. The thing that he's been doing is rebuilding and restoring us, but he wants our affection on him first. My God, so many of us don't spend time getting it for ourselves. We try to go get, once we get a little revelation, we try to pour it all out on the others around us. No, you gotta get this for myself. <laughs> You got you to gotta get this for yourself. You got to have a real understanding of the grace and then it flows. See, we are flow. We're to be flowed. It's a, uh, supposed to flow out of us, Jordan. It is not forced out of us. It's supposed to flow out of us. We're just a conduit for Christ Jesus is supposed to flow out of us. So let me give you our scripture for today. Man, we got so much to learn this season. Oh my God, we got so much to learn this season. So this morning we're learning to receive the grace. Grace is supernatural. It doesn't feel like it all the time. Grace is what God extends to us through his love of Jesus Christ. Grace is what will get you through every situation and every season. It will. I, I have been in a hard season the last two years. I'm going to be honest. I've been in a hard season the last two years. And if it was not for his grace and his mercy, because I needed some mercy. 
I needed some mercy. I needed some mercy. If it wasn't for his grace, if it wasn't for me learning the love of the father, I would not have been able to, I, I don't do single parenting on my own. It's the grace. I don't do this ministry on my own. It's the grace. And anytime I find myself out of strength for something, right? It's usually because um, I'm not well rested or I'm not Yara tapping in and receiving the grace. I'm not tapping in and receiving the grace, right? I'm not, I'm not tapping in and receiving the grace, right? And so I have to come back and position myself before him and remember how much he loves me. Come on, y'all. My God, let me give you this and we got to go. Psalms 139.15. You know me inside and out. <laughs> you know every bone in my body. You know exactly how I was made bit by bit. How I was sculpted from nothing to something. God knows that. That's why we're here in his presence, learning him. That's why we're in he, getting in position to understand more about who our father is and what he said, because for so long, many of us have believed so many other things. I used to think I had to be strong. When the word of God tells me the whole opposite, Julia, about being weak. Key, I used to have to be strong. Every woman around me was a strong black woman. You are to be a strong black woman. I never saw weakness. I never saw weakness. So I thought God created me to be strong. Everybody's strong. I'm a strong black woman. I'm a strong woman. No. 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 It's not how God created me. He created you in your grace. Through the love of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sometimes you're not going to be strong. Sometimes you're not going to be strong. Sometimes you, sometimes there's some things that are happening in your life, baby, that you can't find the strength. <laughs> I know. I can, I can chart it for you over the last eight years. Some, sometimes there's some things that's going to happen in your life, April, that your flesh can't find the strength. Sometimes there's some things that's going to happen in your life that you can't find nobody. But when you know what you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, then you tap into the grace. You, you're just not going to find it. You're not going to find it. You just, you're just not going to find it in your flip. You're just not going to fly. You're not going to find it. So you tap into the grace. You find the grace. You find him. You find his love. You let him tell you who you are and not this world. So when Psalms 139, come on, y'all, says he knows me inside and out, every bone in my body, exactly how I was made, then I'm repositioning myself. Come on, y'all. I'm repositioning myself so that I understand the dynamics of my makeup and I don't have to have this false sense of strength. Woo! I ain't got to. I ain't got it all. I don't have a false sense. I ain't. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Because can I tell you what I've recognized and realized? Just the things that I had to begin to tell myself to receive the grace. When I under began to understand really how I knew me, I had to realize I wasn't an accident. Come on. Can I just speak? Can I just deal with this? Can we just go here and we're going to get out of here? I wasn't an accident. 
And when I realized I wasn't an accident, then I tapped more into the grace. <laughs> because your pre-life before Christ has said some things to you. Your pre-life before Christ has said some stuff to you, Renee. Your pre-life before Christ has said some stuff to you, my Renaissance grandma. Your pre-life before Christ has said some stuff to you, Kelly. Your pre-life before Christ, Julia, said some stuff to you. And those are the type of things that won't even position you to receive the grace. Because of the pre-life things, right? It says something to me. So I had to recognize that I wasn't an accident. <laughs> that my birth was no mistake. My birth was no, my birth was no mistake. <laughs> no matter how my birth happened, it was not a mistake. <laughs> that God was not surprised by my birth. <laughs> God was not surprised by my birth. God was not, I'm not. He was not that God knew me before the seed was planted in my mother's womb and that he chose. That's what this verse is telling us today, that he chose every detail about me. He chose every detail about me. He chose my hair color. He chose my sense of humor. Right. He, he chose my so I'm five, five eleven. He chose my height. <laughs> He chose uh, my eye color. Come on now. He chose who I am. Like he chose every detail. He made me quirky. My He made me a nerd. Like he knew I was going to have this insatiable appetite to learn things. Like he, he, he didn't, right? So I had to begin to recognize those things. And then I had to realize every time I was despising myself, Rod, Every time I was despising myself, Deborah, every time I was despising myself, and what I mean by despising myself, picking myself apart. Every time I was picking myself apart, I was really despising how God created me. Now, there's nothing wrong with proving yourself. There's nothing wrong. You can color your hair a little bit. I ain't saying that. But when something tries to enter you to make you feel like the only way you have another level of self-worth is that you add this thing into you, then you're despising how God, can I tell y'all something? I rarely take a picture without a filter. I'm just going to be honest. I'm not trying to put nothing on you. I rarely take a picture without a filter. And the reason that I rarely take a picture without a filter is because I feel like the filter is showing me that the natural me, the raw me, who I am ain't good enough. I love makeup. I love makeup. I do. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't add stuff to enhance you. But you should not be adding things that cover you up because you're not comfortable with how God created you. <laughs> you can work on you. You can lose weight. I lost 60 pounds. Um, you can take care of your skin. I'm taking better care of my skin. I'm washing my face, exfoliating it, doing the things for my skin as I get older, right? But it had to come into a space that I didn't want to despise how God created me. I didn't want to despise how God created me. This is how he created me. Like, this is the way he made me. And I didn't want to despise how he made. I didn't want to send him the message that how he created me wasn't good enough. <laughs> God gave us natural um, talent and ability, right? Right? Yeah, that's what I said, Jordan. I don't use, I don't, I don't, but filters all the way right now, right? Because they're filtering something out that God put in. 
they filtered something out that God put in, that God gave us, that God said about us, that God created us. God made you for a reason. And you're supposed to be here. When we get that, we receive the grace. <laughs> when we get that, we receive the grace. Yeah, Deborah said something big. She said, all the ugly comments as a child were lies. All, all the ugly comments, as a, all this stuff was lies. It was a, the assignment was so that you wouldn't risk. See, if I think um, ugly or if I think I'm not here on purpose or I don't understand God's design or my identity is attached to a system, then I'll never properly receive the grace because I'll always be so hard on myself. I'll always, I'll always be so hard on myself. I'll never think I'm good enough. Woo! Father God, I thank you that you predestined us, <laughs> that you foreknew us, that you know every part of our bodies. And I thank you, Lord, for reminding us this morning to receive the grace. Lord, thank you for reminding us to receive the grace. Thank you for reminding us there's no super Christians. There's no perfect person. Thank you for reminding us we can tap into the grace. Thank you, Father God, that your grace supersedes anything. We love you. We bless you. We praise you and magnify you in Jesus name. Oh, my God. Thank you. all Thank you all for staying patient with me this morning. Um, two things. If the Lord places it on your heart to give to partner with this ministry, you can go to the website lmjministries.org and you can give there. We have Feed the Streets this Saturday where we're going to put 600 mil kits out into the community. That's what the Lord told us to do. For those of y'all that have given to Feed the Streets already, thank you. May God bless you. May he multiply you. May he increase you. For those that partner with this ministry, may God bless you, multiply, and increase you. We could not do what we do without our partners. We just could not. So this Saturday, we will be out feeding the streets. You can come serve with us or you can go online and make a donation. You can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y as well. My last appeal to you is if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it's probably going to be hard for you to receive the grace. It is. It's going to be hard for you to receive the grace. And the reason it's going to be difficult for you to receive the grace is because the Holy Spirit is what comes in almost like a flood. Um, to teach you how valuable and how loving and how kind and how amazing, how, how wonderful you are. I could not have found my identity. I got my t-shirt on that says, nevertheless, she preached. God woke me up and reminded me. He said, I called you to preach. <laughs> he woke me up and reminded me. I, call, I called you. We can creatively try to do all the other things. And I write and I do some other things that I mentor and I coach and all this other stuff. But God clearly reminded me this morning. He said, I called you to preach. You are here to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. You are here to share my word. You are here to introduce a personal Jesus to an impersonal world. That is the assignment on your life. He just reminded me. And he told me, reminded me of my t-shirt. Nevertheless, she preached. Get up, put your sheet or shirt on today. Because nevertheless, this is what you were called to do. And so I received the grace for that, too. I said, thank you, Lord, because sometimes the assignment is heavy. Sometimes the assignment is heavy. It, but it don't mean you ain't assigned to it. Woo! That's a whole sermon itself. 
So if you are here and you have never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I want this to be the moment that you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, because that's what's going to change your life. <laughs> my acceptance of Jesus changed my life. My acceptance of Jesus brought me back into my true identity and away from every lie that the devil has told me. And it's still working in me because there are still some things that have to be plucked up and pulled out. It does not happen overnight. It does not happen all at once. So if that's you and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I want to I want to introduce you to my Jesus. And it starts with the confession of faith. So I want you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus. I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you made that statement of faith, send me an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn around and send you some resources and some materials. We'll get that to you real soon. Woo! Ladies, I love y'all. Y'all know what the morning is. If you are a lady and you want to join us on our prayer call, we'll send out um, an email in just a second. Um, I want you to join us in the morning for prayer. Um, as we lift each other up, we've been learning how to rest. We've been going through Psalms 23 and the Lord has been so real and it's been so powerful. I want you to join us. Let me get out of here. My producing team, that's what they call. They're going to give me I'm 10 minutes over time. I love y'all so much. Don't forget to share the devotional. God loves you so much more. And I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go be loved today because <laughs> that love is what's going to draw somebody else. Woo! I need you to go be loved today. Because that love, not your words, your love, the love walk, your little love jiggle, the love you have is what's going to draw somebody else. So go be loved today. And I'll see y'all next week. I love y'all. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father, for your word today. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.